This episode of the Buffalonian Podcast is brought to you by the Cast Source Podcast Network, a podcast network built with and for entrepreneurs. We cover many genres, including sports, mental health, business, marketing, and entertainment. Feature the podcast shows such as sports bring people together, limitless, saviors of the metaverse, and the athletic mindset. Learn more at castsource.com slash podcast. Without further ado, let's get into the Buffalonian Podcast. Buffalo Bills begin their playoff trip on Super Wild Card weekend facing the Miami Dolphins Sunday at 1 p.m. Also, just recapping the rest of the Wild Card weekend. This is the Buffalonian Podcast, betting on the Bills. All right, let's go. are back with the Buffalonian podcast betting on the Bills super wild card weekend edition I'm Joe Kelly and I'm joined by Dom Loss Dom be the whistleblower well not really because this is coming out Thursday but we had some breaking news come out just before filming this episode what what do we got what do we got well first I gotta say I like the outfit change thank you appreciate Um, it I feel I feel now a little weird being in the same outfit filming two different pots, but back to back filming filming day, you know. No, so. but no, no Tua. I I think it was kind of anticipated that he wasn't gonna play. Obviously, I think we talked about it a little, like an hour ago on the other pot about. Um, it seemed like Vegas kind of knew by the line, uh, and all the insiders were talking about how he would be unlikely to play. But yeah, it's it's a, it's a big loss for the Dolphins um, because you know. When Tua plays well, he's a top ten quarterback. And mm-hmm. now, if Autumn, it's between Teddy and Skylar Thompson. And don't forget, Davis Mills is is on there too. Not Davis Mills. What's his name? Mike Glennon. I don't know. <laughs> both forgettable, bald, long neck quarterbacks. Listen, you know? Mike Glennon beat the Bills back in uh, twenty thirteen in Tampa Bay. So he did. He did. EJ uh, Manuel. EJ Manuel four picks that game. I, I, I think we looked at the game. We looked that game up on the Sabres game uh, while we were watching the Sabres well, in their mission. So, yeah. No, I think you know. Obviously, you're gonna have either a rookie quarterback or a banged up Teddy Bridgewater, which is just advantage Bills. So, mm-hmm. um, oh, know, the line's ten and a half point favorites. I think they know what's going on. Yeah, I think or, it's gonna raise more now that he's officially out. Um, mm-hmm. I would say this though, just from a humanity aspect. Um, I'm glad. Um, that they are taking the time to make sure he's okay. Yeah. Um, because that was, I mean, it's been a pretty scary year for him, and I think his health is more important. I, I'm the Dolphins have done a lot of things wrong pretty consistently. I'm at least glad that they they've had at least the mental uh, awareness uh, to understand that this playoff game does not mean more than the the health of Tua. So I, I'm happy from that perspective. Uh, yeah. As well, but. Yeah, it's definitely interesting now with, you know, who are they going to game floor, game plan for? Obviously, Teddy has a little bit of a finger injury, so it might be Skylar Thompson, who they, who had a very good preseason, but was pretty poor every um every um game he played was not very good against the Jets uh, last week. So that and Raheem Mostert broke his thumb uh, yeah. in Week 18 against the Jets and had to have surgery. 
uh, and he's probably out. I would assume so. It's probably only going to be unless Jeff they Wilson. tape that thing up like a like a just a mitt. Like who? Yeah, remember that- he was uh, he was the bat that killed the Bills, um, in, in Saturdays. Uh, yeah. you know, a couple weeks ago, we were both at that game watching that live happen. He was cutting them up. So so another that's another critical loss, uh, and probably a couple. You know, Waddle I think is banged up. Uh, Armstrad's been banged up. Then the left tackle's been banged up for the entire year, and they're injured a little bit defensively as well. So the Bills, it feels kind of weird to say out loud because the Bills have been so injured, but they are definitely the healthier of the two teams. Um, they are, yeah. Um, but at, at the same time, this isn't a team to overlook. It's hard to play. I say this constantly. It's hard to play your a team in your division three times. Now, Grant, it does make me feel a little better that the, the series is 1-1. I actually would feel a little like, man, if they swept them in the regular season – Mm-hmm. It would just be kind of weird. It's just kind of hard to beat a team three times. So it's good to. Right. It's like the Patriots you know, last year. We were one and one yeah, going split, into the game. It's been the regular season. And then obviously we all know what happened in the playoffs. So back to back years, though, the Bills uh, eliminated the Patriots, which is which is fun. Yeah, nice um, but... taste of revenge for the Bills after 20 years of Brady. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't quite justify, you know, quite match up, but it's, no. we're getting there slowly but surely. Mm-hmm. But no, I think. Uh, obviously, you know, those injuries to the Dolphins, it's time, you know, there's really, there's no excuse for the Bills. Like, this this is a game that they, I don't even know, should win, but just, like, have to win. Like, there's yeah. no. It's do or die. Uh, like, it's do or die. This team is without their, st- they're going to play a backup quarterback, regardless of who it is, who isn't very good. Your quarterback's at least, I know, you know, the elbow seems to be better, but he's healthy to play. Mm-hmm. Like. And he's gonna be and you're hopefully, at home. yeah. And you're at home, so and playoff Josh is a real thing. So yeah, <laughs> so um, yeah, this is a it, it's definitely gonna be a good matchup. I think until I, I'd say it's gonna be close, um, in the first half and then the second half. I would say the Bills pull away just because I think these guys are so familiar with each other. I think it's this is really gonna become who just better at certain points, but I, I just think. This is the reason why this game was that Sunday at one is because I'm I'm trying to like have I'm trying not to completely like bash the Dolphins completely like it's hard not to it's because, tough like just the quarterback just like the difference between quarterbacks like if Tua was playing I think this would be a really good game but like mm-hmm. now I just think this game's I just feel like if the the Bills should dominate this game and if they don't it's a complete disappointment in my end I would have to agree with that I mean I I, I would like to see a New England Patriot-esque wild card game, wild card score um, in this game, especially like you said, Mostert, Mostert. I don't know how you pronounce his name. Mostert, I think. Mostert. Um, he probably, like you said, is not playing with a broken thumb. Tua is not playing. We now know, as of recently, and you got Teddy Bridgewater, who sometimes has some good games, right? But like you said. He's banged up as well. He's not 100%. He didn't play last week. So I think it's going to be interesting to see who you're, who the Bills, like you said, game plan for because there are multiple options that could take place. And it'll just be interesting in general to see how this game goes. I, I, I would like, like you said, the Bills adjust. We've seen that. They adjusted that Bears game. The Bears went right down and scored on him after after one after Leslie Frazier put something together and adjusted the defense. That was it, right? Game over. 
the Patriots, the first time we played them, Patriots went down and scored right away, right? Or like in the first quarter. We didn't really have an answer yet. Someone adjusted, boom, there it was. The Bills are good at adjusting. I think the same thing would have happened if the Bengals game continued, but we all know that did not continue. We probably will play them again. We probably will play them in the divisional round. That's that's how it's looking right now, the way it's going, because they beat the Ravens. Both teams at home play backup quarterbacks. Exactly. With Lamar potentially not playing, not, you know, don't know anything about him. They would play here, correct? Yes, yes. Yes. The AFC Championship is the only one affected by a neutral site. The AFC Championship game only will if the Bills only Chiefs not be play. played in a, a team stadium if it is Chiefs Bills. Okay. That yeah, so it it, it I said the team's playing in the game. Obviously they're going to play in a stadium somewhere, but Right. No, I got you. It's just people trying to say that that's catering to any team. It, it's only if those two teams play. Like there's that granted is there a probability? Absolutely. Is it one of the higher probabilities? Absolutely. But the Bills have to get through the Bengals. And hopefully they get through the Dolphins. Like we said, should be a cakewalk. I'm not going to say that. Actually, I'm going to knock on wood and retract my <laughs> statement. Uh, I, I, don't I, I think I think it, it, it's funny. Like, if this game was in the regular season, I think we would. It's it's funny. It's not. It's like nerves a little bit, man. Like, it's like. Yeah. It's I've like, had it in the if back this of my game mind. was like week seven, we'd be trashing this. You know, we'd be just completely tearing the Dolphins apart. But oh, I would. They wouldn't. See I the think it's also day. from like a level of respect. Like they beat us. They played really well here in Buffalo. They have a good coach. Law, so it's not like they're incapable of making this game competitive. But they also I, have Jeff Wilson Jr. healthy, and he's a pretty good running back. Again, it just it, it's. I think the fear is Hill and Waddle do like historic stuff and make plays, but I don't know. I, I think we'll see. I think Trey having his best game of the year last week is a huge. I think he played pretty well against Dolphins too. I know he got beat for that touchdown. We got beat by Waddle on that one play, but mm-hmm. he didn't play terrible against Dolphins either. So gets the I think, confidence back up too. I think Elam's got to start again. I, I, we've been saying this all year, and I'm, 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 I guess I'm going to say it one more time until my my thoughts are heard, but. I do feel like this is a Kyrie Elam game because what teams have done against the Dolphins to play press man coverage to throw their timing off, you know, Mike McDaniel, Shanahan scheme of timing, timing, timing. If you could bump someone off their route for a half second, the half all of a sudden like that, I mean, it's only a half second, but in football, that's, that's eternity. So yeah, Elam's one of those guys that is good in man coverage and could you know is better than Dane Jackson in man coverage I, I would believe I believe so I think you know, we saw it against the Dolphins in December like Elam had a very strong game uh, when he was targeted I think he only gave like two catches for like 12 yards I mean that really nice play on that in the fourth quarter on that screen pass so yeah I, I think this is a Kyrie Lim game and we'll see I, I feel confident in how the Bills offense will do against the Stevens. My concern would be they did not run the ball very well at all until the fourth quarter mm-hmm. or single without, without the running backs last game did not have a good game against the Dolphins. Like Cook, I think had like five carries for seven yards. I know he caught the touchdown into the half. Singletary didn't really have that great of a game until, you know, that last drive in the fourth quarter. Obviously Josh was Josh. He ran for like what? 70 yards or something. So like this, yeah. the, the rushing numbers get, you know, I know while we always try to like defend the rushing attack, like, oh, it's not all Josh. It was all Josh that game. So right. they definitely got skewed a little bit. But, again, Josh has been really good against the Dolphins. The Dolphins do not have a very good back seven. They have a very good front. 
you know, well, Christian Wilkins, I think, set the NFL um, record for tackles made by a defensive tackle in a season. I think oh, at wow. 98, which is an insane number. Obviously, Phillips is a good at young edge. You know, we'll, we'll see if Chubb's going to play or not. Um, he's, you know, solid to Sealer in the middle is pretty good. They, they, listen, they have some dudes. So it's going to be can the Bills O line have a good pass pro and get some gaps in the in the running game? If they could do that and not put everything on Josh's shoulders, I I, I think the offense will be able to move the ball pretty. I'm mean, listen, they moved the ball well in the first matchup, didn't finish. They moved the ball well in the second matchup and finished. If they could do move the ball again without having to be all Josh that had had to be in the first two games and and finish, um, I I think they're looking at 30 plus points pretty, pretty easily. Exactly. I, I would agree with that. And it's just, it's like you said, it's weird because it's nervous feeling, even though I'd be dismantling them saying stuff. If like you said, if it was like week, week seven, you know what I mean? If we were, it was just, if we knew we were playing them one more time or it was the second matchup of the season, whatever playoffs well, are still coming. I, I think the concern would be this. If I, I guess like if I was the Miami Dolphins coach, my thought process would be this. We ran the ball very well in December against the Bills. We don't have our quarterback. Our defense has played pretty well down the stretch except against the Bills. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of those games where I think they're going to try and pound the rock and try and possess the ball for 35-plus minutes, take the Bills' offense off, and kind of a Super Bowl 25 that the Giants did. I think they're going to try and run the ball on the Bills to take time off the clock to then, you know, not had their defense that's a weak link for the most part, but maybe can get a couple stops here and there. I don't know. It, it's it's interesting. The the Dolphins really struggled last week. Yeah. And yes, the Jets defense is very good. I would I think it's arguable to say that the Jets defense is slightly better than the Bills, but in no way is the Bills defense like way worse than the Jets. You know what I mean? No, the they're, Jets, they're probably on the same playing field. I would say the Jets have an edge, though. I would say it's like, I would I would consider like the Bills and Jets to kind of be the same tier of defense, but maybe the Jets to be a couple spots ahead. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, they're not playing, a, like, it's not like the Bills. This is why I'm like not incredibly concerned is the Bills have a good defense. And I think the Bills will figure out how to make whoever quarterback just, a living hell back there and stop the run control waddle and hill and make the quarterback make some plays and i mean we'll see i mean the book has kind of been out on this miami offense for a pretty long time since the Chargers game yeah i don't think the bills did a fantastic job in late december executing that we'll see if they could execute it better defensively this time around well you see how the chargers executed they did they shut down that offense, dismantled mm-hmm. that offense. Like, and the Bills let that offense still do some things. So I'm hoping, like you said, see it. You know. Oh, also, I I think this is the biggest thing, especially when it comes to playoff time. This 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 part of the ball always rears its ugly head. Special teams, and mm-hmm. the Bills throughout the entire season have been fantastic covering kicks. The Dolphins are one of the worst special team teams in the entire league. Well, like I think the Sanders, Bills further solidified that last week. It's Andrews didn't have a great year. Obviously, he makes the big fifty yarder to beat the Jets. They're not good. They're not good at covering kicks. They're not really that good at returning. I do think this is going to be interesting. I would assume, if I again, if I was a coach of the Dolphins, if I was McDaniel, I would say Tyreek Hill would be my punt returner for this game. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it's one of those situations where it's like, all right, our fastest guy, our best returner, we kept him healthy the rest of the year. It's kind of like the Chiefs did last year. Like, the Chiefs never have Tyree Kill back there, but when, when it mattered the most in the fourth quarter in the divisional round against the Bills, who was back there covering that, returning that kick and, and almost broke it, really, probably, really should have. I, I think Hawk actually who was terrible all year, made a nice play to like slow him down enough. But I think that would scare me. I, as I, if I was game planning for the Bills, special teams would be like, Tyreek Hill will be probably returning punts. Like, you have to make sure to not outkick your coverage and be disciplined. Right. Like if you go, if you give up ten yards, you give up ten yards. Don't do something stupid where you try and get him for three yards and he all of a sudden he braces for an eighty-yard touchdown. Like, I, I think that's that that would be that's going to be an interesting chess mess uh, for the Dolphins if, if they do that. Yeah, um, I'm excited to watch this game. I'm going to be 100 honest with you. It, it'll be interesting. I want to see the playoff Bills show their faces. I want to see them be there, be in the game. I, truly, it's just it's a fact of can they put it together? Because in going back to that first little part of the Bengals game, I don't know if you saw this. Josh looked extremely frustrated yelling back at the sidelines. Well, I, I think that was because they didn't get the plays and on like, time. You can't be doing that in playoffs, like, though. Like, that's why they called. You know how like it was kind of bizarre that they got like a first down on the one play to Gabe Davis on like the interrupt, but they called time out. Yeah. It's because that I bet you they didn't have communication with Josh and they didn't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the same play that happened on you know, miscommunication on that second three. And then obviously Beasley kind of drops that one ball. So, yeah, I think that's going to be, you know, pretty critical as well as just, you know, I, I the Buffalo Bills greatest opponent on the field will not be the Miami Dolphins. It will be themselves. Right. Like, and that's that's the mess. That's been the message for forever. The Bills do it to themselves. They put themselves in these situations. Like they gave the ball away on the higher rates. And I mean, they were really good at taking the ball away. But at the end of the day, I believe their turnover margin was zero because they gave away the ball so much. Um, you know, it's fumbling inside your own 20 with Devin Singletary. It's Tyvon Jones touching the ball on a pump return, uh, giving them a feel. It's throwing an interception in the red zone from Josh Allen. You, you know, you got to you got to play smart in these situations mm-hmm. and it's, it's weird to say by a Sean McDermott team that they've been very undisciplined in certain situations, but they have, I mean, they let teams stick a while. I mean, the bears stuck around for a little bit too long for my liking. Yeah. You know, throughout the year, they they've, they've had opportunities to put the, and it's frustrating because they did a very good job of this in the beginning of the year. You know, we saw us to Pittsburgh. We saw this in t- against Tennessee. We saw it against the Rams. I mean, yeah, for you could give you could show examples of how those teams stuck around a little bit, but you also show how eventually the Bills put their, their you know you know their foot down their necks. Like they gotta be able to do that, especially come playoff time. Like that's how like I mean look look what happened to Green Bay last year against San Francisco. Like mm-hmm. I don't think anyone's going to come up here and say San Francisco last year was better team than Green Bay, yeah. But they got a blo- they didn't get an off they they got a block punt return for a touchdown, and Green Bay messed messed up a p- lost points at halftime because they managed the clock well enough, and they end up losing at home. Like that's that's how teams lose is you you screw up the clock, you screw around with the football and special teams. Yeah. And granted, am I not super concerned with this matchup because the Dolphins special teams are terrible? I am concerned a little bit if Tyree Kills back there because I think he could break one. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
No, I guess I, the good I, thing about it is we know Hines can also break one. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> the, the Bills just have to be themselves. Mm-hmm. If the Bills, actually, I don't know if they have to be themselves because they they're a little reckless. If they yeah. if they play aggressive, aggressive with protection of the football, they should be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I if we if if someone could tell me one stat. That's not if I if someone can give me one step. That's not the score, obviously, because that's that's cheating. But if someone could give me at five o'clock Sunday right now, if I could ask for one stat, if I could go in time, I would just say, what is the turnover margin? If the turnover margin is zero or maybe minus one, even I would feel pretty confident that the Bills won the game. If the Bills yeah. end up being minus two, minus three, minus one, a turnover margin, they could. I still think they have. They could maybe win, but. They would put it a lot harder on themselves, and I wouldn't be surprised if Miami wins. Yeah. Even even without the quarterback, Miami still has a good enough team where it can make it competitive if you if you screw around. So Yeah. And I think they just need to be aggressive and put the ball in Josh's hands. And you know, we always joke around, let Russ cook for Russell Wilson, but seriously, let let playoff Josh go. Cause playoff Josh is unlike any other Josh or quarterback, pretty much. Mahomes is second to him in passer rating but this guy he when you need him he turns everything on and goes in hot i mean truthfully and i get it like you want to move away from that you want to move away from putting him on the line every game it's do or die at this point i would say this though what bill's team's going to show up is it going to be the bill's team of 2020 against the colts or the bill's team of 21 against the pats like 21 against the pats dominated Mm -hmm. right from the get-go 20 against the Colts, got off to a slow start. Mm-hmm. Colts probably should have been up by double digits, messed up the goal. I mean, obviously, they get the momentum touchdown. There's a lot of coaching questionable decisions in that game that kind of led to our win. Yeah, I mean, we're up by 14, and then all of a sudden up by, what, 11, touch, wide open touchdown, quick scores. Hines actually had a pretty big uh, run in that game mm-hmm. for the Colts when he was cold. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, it's a three-point game. He fumbled. I mean, you luckily land on the ball. All of a sudden, they're driving to kick a field goal. All of a sudden, it's a Hail Mary to win the game. Like, you're looking at those situations while you're having a heart attack and being like, why is this happening? And it's because mm-hmm. they started off slow, and they did not stop on – I mean, they, they were up by 14 in the fourth quarter. Like, you got to close the game out. You can't be, you know, hanging on by a throat at that point. Yeah. So – no, they got to step on the gas, put the brick down, and just go pedal to the metal, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to see it. I really would. I'd love to see the the Bills Pats game reimagined with the Dolphins. You know. Well, I, I think it's going to be so. I think Diggs is probably going to get his. Knox had a very good game against the Dolphins last time. I believe he had six catches, ninety eight yards, and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So, I would assume that they're going to try and take him away this time around. That's gonna. I mean, McKenzie had a big game. This is why I feel like, in my mind, I feel like it's a John Brown call up and not a Cole Beasley call up, just because the Dolphins play a lot of man blitz, mm-hmm. and they're probably gonna come after him. And as much as I'm not the biggest Isaiah McKenzie fan, I think his speed on those overs or running away from defenders. We saw it week three in Miami. He caught that touchdown. Like I think he's gonna have to be a difference maker. Like I think he's kind of. You know, a little bit of an X fact. The running backs and Isaiah McKenzie in the passing game, I think, are going to be a little bit of X factors mm-hmm. because the running backs are going to have to 
perform in the passing game, but also protect Josh when they send blitzes. Yeah. And, and you know, that's a big reason why, I mean, listen, that's a big reason why Zach Moss was on this team for so long is because he was the best pack protecting black. So you trade him, which I think is, I mean, it was a great decision, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, not questioning there's, that. There's a reason why he was playing so much is because of that situation. Yeah. Do you trust James Cook to, to cover the middle line? He did pretty good last game. You know, the last couple of games, I know he got called for like that chop block penalty with him and Dion. I thought that was a trash call. Yeah, I, but, mm. no. Do you trust your backs to protect? And then Isaiah McKenzie, your game is speed. If you're gonna play one-on-one man coverage with a, a safety who's 15 yards away from you, have to come down and cover you. Can you run away from that guy and give Josh an outlet? That's why he played so well last year in that New England game. Both of them, the playoff game and week in December 26th, he was. He was speeding out there. I mean, he was just the fastest guy out there. And that against man coverage, he's unmatched. So he's just got to have sure hands. He drops the ball too much. Like, that's really it. At he's got to catch the ball off his hands. Yes, exactly. You saw it even this Pats game. He, he like, it hit him square on the chest and bounced down. Like, you got to be able to, you got to be more of a hands catcher, my guy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think, I think that's the X factor really offensively. And defensively, it's just, Honestly, it's just contained. It's interesting. I would say it's contained Waddle and Hill, but also can not pressure on the QB killed on the ground. Like you gotta, mm-hmm. be, you gotta kind of find some balance of not getting killed on the ground, but not letting those two, two guys go loose. I mean, you saw it. Waddle third and twenty-two first matchup, and then you know he had the big touchdown second matchup. Tyreek had a. Had a pretty, he did a pretty good job on Tyreek in the first matchup. Second matchup, obviously, he catches a long touchdown. But after that, he was also kind of, you know, what I mean, like he was kind of, other than they've only really given one big play up to Tyreek the whole season. Um, so they did actually a pretty good job of limiting him. Waddle's been the one they had to do a better job of. And then the ground game uh, needs to be controlled. But I, I think that helps with Mostert being out. I mean, Wilson's a good back, but I think Mostert's a little bit better. So, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I I mean, at least it's the early game. So yeah. We'll, and special te- special teams, I guess we'll just go. Special teams is just like, don't let Tyree kill break one because he's gonna be back there. I mean, I know I'm like hypothetically. No, he'll be back. If we're talking about Josh Allen. Just you know, it's playoff time. Take uh, screw complaining about how many times he runs. Like it's playoffs. Go for it. If uh, if they don't, you gotta pull your best punches in the playoffs. And your mm-hmm. best punch is Tyree kills your punt returner. So. Don't let Tyreek break one, and you know the Bills were a top five special teams unit. They actually won the their first team in a little bit that was top five in both special teams defense and offense according to DVOA. Show that you were a top five special teams unit. The Dolphins are bottom five, like that. That has to be shown on, on Sunday too. Yeah, show, show that you're a top special teams unit. Show that they're they're a trash one. You know, maybe, right. maybe instead of getting a butt punt block, they get a block punt. Hopefully, because then that safety really led to the downfall of the game. I would I would have liked to punt from their end zone more than a safety yeah, punt, yeah. you know. So, but listen, it's going to be a, uh, an interesting game. Mm-hmm. What are your who is your MVP of the game for 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 the Buffalo Bills? Uh, this is going to be a cop out, hundred percent. But I'm I'm picking playoff Josh in this one. I think he's he's going to run for eighty nine yards. I think specifically, oddly specific on that number. I think he hits eighty nine yards. And I think he throws for 350. I think he absolutely oh, yeah. just lights it off. I think I, I, at this point, he's 
He made that un- two unbelievable throws, like three, deep, three, three unbelievable three. throws. I mean, the one that was dropped by Gabe was also pretty impressive. Yes, but unfortunately, Gabe Davis has a certain candy for fingers um, recently, so he hasn't has hasn't hasn't caught anything. So I would say Josh Allen, three hundred fifty yards passing in the air and eighty nine yards rushing. I'll go ninety. I'll just round up. We'll, we'll do that. But yeah, I think. I think- I mean, Josh is going to be the MVP of the game if they win. Mm-hmm. I, say, I mean, obviously, I want them to win, but I mean, that didn't mean to sound so like so dire. Like if so they dire. win, yeah. Um, <laughs> but to be different uh, and to go from on the other side of the ball, I will go to Davis White. You know, had his first interception of the year last year, last week. I keep saying, I well, no, it wasn't last year. <laughs> we played. Yeah. It, it was almost it was almost close, but first pick. Played pretty well last time against Miami. Come off his best game of the year. Tyreek, you know, big rival. I mean, he he matches up against Tyreek, Jalen Waddle. I I think he's I think he's going to be crucial, especially if somehow the Dolphins start to kind of ground and pound a little bit, and they had to you know send more reinforcements to the run, and maybe yeah. he has more one on one opportunities against those two studs. I think he's going to be the player of the game. I think he gets an end. Yeah, to a better warm up those hamstrings, like he was telling everyone else, like. I don't know. Did you see that clip? No. He's like, after the game, he's like, yeah, they better warm up their hamstrings. You know what I'm saying? And they're like, why? He's like, <laughs> and then he goes, because it's cold, like to cover up what he was saying or whatever. And then the reporter's like, oh, I thought because you were going to burn past their wide receivers. He's like, no, nah, it's cold. It's going to be cold. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this guy's this guy's really talking trash with Skylar Thompson or Teddy Bridgewater. But then again, he's Tyreek Hill. One of the best talents in the NFL, almost said NHL. One of the best talents in the NFL, you know. I mean, it's supposed to be 34 and sunny. Sunny, so. It'll be a and five-mile-an-hour winds. So, does that sound like football weather to you? Quoting our first episode? I'd say this. I think that's advantage, Bill, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Buffalo football weather right there. And as Mike would say in the first-ever episode, go back and listen. You know what this kind of feels like? It feels like football weather, so. I don't know. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I think we'll we'll be talking next week. Hope we'll be talking next well, week. I'll say this right now. Oh, we got to do our score predictions. Um, I'll say I'll, I'll make my score prediction. We're gonna be previewing a game next week. I'll I'll say that. Um, okay, I like that. I'm 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 gonna go 31-14. I think it's gonna be close. You know, 17. You know, probably like 10-7, maybe at halftime, maybe like 17-7 at halftime. Just you know, with 10 10 or under. And I think the Bills come out in the second half and, and play Bills football. I'm going uh, 45 to seven. I think they absolutely <laughs> wipe the floor with them. I think it's I think it's 28 to seven at halftime. I, I think that I think it's just going the Bills' direction. Case Keenum comes in for the last two drives. I think like I, that's where I'm at. I, I think at this point, I would love to see it. I really would. I know that's a bold prediction and whatnot, but I truthfully would love to see them just go to. And spit on the shoes of the Miami Dolphins at this point. Squish you know? the fish. Squish the fish. Might be another hype video coming this week. I don't know. Just like just like my first one, but playoffs for the, the offs, you know. So I don't know. We'll have to see. Things in store. I don't know. But go Bills. And we will be doing a pre- or we'll be previewing Bills Bengals next week. Cause I don't think the Ra- I would love to see Bills Ravens. I really would. That would make me even more confident if the Ravens they would, somehow they would not play the Ravens. Who would we play if the Ravens won? Chargers? If the Ravens won, we play the winner of the Chargers, Jacks. 
because the Ravens would be the sixth seed and the seventh seed would be eliminated by us if we won. I think either way, we're in danger, I would say. I mean, not in danger, but those are all solid teams. Let's put it this way. A two-a-list Dolphins team is the worst team in the AFC playoffs. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, I, I like, I, I, it's, I a good warm, it's a, it's a warm-up game. I feel like, in a, I, I don't know, in a pro, I feel like, like, I'm being, like, unsportsmanlike by saying that, but it's just kind of factual, so. Well, you've seen it on paper but, and I in mean, person. I, again, I, I agree with that. It's on paper that this is the least talented team without Tua, and you are one of the best teams in the league, like. Get the job done, man. Like, the, mm-hmm. let's get the. I don't. Know, let's get the job done. Get it done. Get it done. Playoff, Josh. Playoff, Bills. Come on. You know, I'm talking all confident now, and by 1 p.m., I'm gonna be like sweating through my shirt and all that. But oh yeah, absolutely. There's no question. Uh, welcome, about that. welcome to playoff football. Exactly. We, we, you know, first what 15 years of our life we didn't have it. We were begging for it, and now that we got, it, we're having heart attacks. On the yeah, I mean, honestly, it used to be nice not having it. You didn't have any worries, you know. It was always just, oh, let's see who's in the Super Bowl this year. But now, now you have a chance to be in it, and you're a favorite to be in. Not really anymore, but you're you're by many picks to be in the Super Bowl against the Philadelphia Eagles. So we'll see if that actually comes true. But let's look at some other games um, and just preview those a little bit and make some picks. What do you say? We haven't made some picks in a while. For any games. I agree. So let's start it off. Seattle. Geno Smith got floored by Jalen Ramsey last week. Playing against the Brock Purdy led San Francisco 49ers. And they're hot. Extremely hot. The 49ers. Brock Purdy. Is Jimmy G but mobile. Exactly what that team's been looking for for a very long time. A system quarterback who can roll out and run. Young guy rallies the team around him. George Kittle loves him. It's just it's it's a good good sight to see if the Bills weren't in contention and it was say another AFC team versus them I'd pick them all day in the Super Bowl I really would I would love to see Mister Irrelevant come in and do that but I got to pick him here I'm gonna be honest with you I know Pete Carroll Pete Carroll called them a juggernaut in his least, latest press conference he called the 49ers a juggernaut so and I think Seattle's gonna put up a good fight personally. But I, I would say the 49ers end up winning this one. They're nine and a half point favorites, by the way, as of doing this pod. Very it, it, it could change. But as of right now, Wednesday at 1230 p.m., uh, the 49ers are nine point favorites, nine and a half point favorites. Dom, what do you got? You mean, you mean 430 p.m.? Oh, you said Wednesday. I thought you said I, I misheard you. I thought you said Saturday. I no, 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 no. Was. I'm talking. I'm talking recording. No, now. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought you good. said. I thought you said Saturday at 12.30 p.m. I was like, definitely Sunday at 4. I thought you were talking about, like, Pacific time. I was like, that didn't even make any sense. Sorry no, about that. No, we're good. No, You're good. Yeah, I mean, nine and a half point favorites. This is the largest spread. I know the Bills are currently at nine. Some people have them at 10. I think the Bills one might be higher at the end of the day just because now two is officially out. And yeah. most of might be ruled out, early, like, today or tomorrow. And so. our score predictions are going to factor in. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, everyone's going to start betting. Um, no, I think this is blowout, blowout city. I mean... I'm- like, oh, it played a divisional team three times. And Seattle, you know, Pete Carroll's been there before. Juno hasn't, though. Mm-hmm. This is a pretty young Seattle team. Um, I think they'll make it interesting maybe for a quarter. But the the pass, their offensive line has been really bad. And their two worst performances of the year have become against San Fran. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to beat a team three times. But I, I just think the San Fran D line dominates the Seahawks offensive line, gives Geno fits, 
Gino, not a great performance, I don't think. I think I think Seattle will be able, uh, San Fran will be able to you know move the ball. I think this is kind of a, I, I'm going to say 35 to 10. I think this is kind of a blowout. I'm not going. All right, it. I'll hop on that with you. I like that. I'm, I'm a blowout city, like you said. All right. So, so the next game, Charger, the night games, you know, taking the spot of Pat's Bills from last year. Um, yeah. Chargers. You know, I, I do have to say to make up a point. I forgot to make this point uh, when we we're talking about the Dolphins game, but third different start time now for uh, the Bills the last three years. Yeah, yeah, you're right. What they were the early game Saturday? Actually, no. Is it? No, yeah, because they were the early game Saturday. They were the one p.m. Saturday game because they didn't have the Monday night game two years ago in 2020. So they went three and three. So they played the Colts at one o'clock, and now they play the Patriots at eight o'clock Saturday. And now they play Dolphins one o'clock Sunday. So there's your fun fact for you. But get back to it. Chargers are two and a half, two, two and a half, two point road favorites in Jacksonville. And I will be taking the team of destiny, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think the Jags pulled the home upset. I just don't trust the Chargers. And I'm not saying I 100% trust the Jags, but the Jags just seem like they're in good spirits. They're a team like destiny. The Chargers are a team that played their starters a lot last week on the team in a game that really didn't matter. Mike Williams got banged up. Joey Bosa got banged up a little bit too. I know they're probably good to go. Yeah. Sean Slater, I know they activated his 21 days off IR, but I don't know if he goes. And I think Herbert and T Law, you know, I give advantage Herbert, but both their first career starts, one of them's on the road at home. First career playoff starts, one of them's on the road, and Herbert, one of them's at home in T Law. I think that kind of washed out the advantage I have for Herbert, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, Doug Peterson over Brands Daly all day, every day. Like this dude's won a Super Bowl. This dude's made out coach Bill Belichick in the Super Bowl. You know, he he's he's been he's been the underdog before. You know, he beat Chicago in Chicago when they were on the double doink. You know, yeah. battled a really good, you know, New Orleans team in 18, almost upset them. So they're at home, they're playing well, they're playing motivated. Chargers played played well. Obviously, they lost last week because they kind of gave up in the game. So they were on a hot streak too. But I just think injuries and coaching advantage. Give me the Jags by a field goal, uh, 27-24. All right. All right. I do agree with a lot of what you said. I do agree Doug Peterson does outcoach Brandon Staley. I think Mike Williams and Bosa are going to be good to go. I think that's why they kind of gave up on that game. They just pulled the starters, you know, but I'm going to go off a little bit of personal bias here and I'm going to pick the chargers. I know I'm not supposed to be personally biased, but um, I will be rooting for them just because my brother's team, you know what I mean? He's a big fan of the chargers. I, I think my biggest thing with Jacksonville, if I were looking at this non-bias is Trevor Lawrence is still, young and has those stupid mistakes not saying herbert doesn't but trevor lawrence has characteristically bad interceptions at bad times and bad fumbles at bad times so i think that herbert's a little more careful with the football i will say that he's a gunslinger like josh though so i mean he could throw a big pick at the wrong time but if you have keenan allen mike williams and uh, austin eckler out there i think that's a force to be reckoned with and their defense is solid they shut down the Dolphins with Tua, like shut them down. You know what I mean? I know the Jacksonville Jaguars are not the Miami Dolphins, but you shut down Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, two of the best receivers in the NFL. 
I just I feel like the two point favorites are for a reason. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Chargers on this one. Not bad, not bad. You want to start with the Giants one? Yeah, sure. Next game, Giants Vikings. Brian Dable, I'm rooting for him in the playoffs. So I think that you I've exposed my pick a little early on that one, but I think the Vikings. It's tough. They've beaten us, right? Beat us tough, bad. Like that was awful. I remember sitting sitting at work after watching that game and just being like my jaw dropped. Couldn't believe what just happened, right? But I think they choke. I really do. I think they choke in like your Jackbox name choke. I th- I think they they choke in the playoffs. I think the Giants they're going in highly motivated. Brian Dable is the guy for that team. He's gotten them to where they are. He rallies around him. He dances with him in the locker room. He's he's their guy. And I think coaching-wise, he's very, very competent in situations like this. Just having been with the Bills for so long, having worked with Josh Allen, having worked with that offense for a long time, he tooled the Giants very similarly. And Daniel Jones, I mean, for all the crap we've given him over the years, right? You know, Danny Dimes, he's had a good season. I mean, not arguably, his best season. And... He's careful with the football, a lot more careful than he used to be. He's not just slipping in midfield when he's got a big break. You know what I mean? Like he's playing competent football. You've got Saquon Barkley, one of the best running backs in the NFL. You've got uh, Isaiah Hodgins, who's real. He's popped off over there since that's Daniel Jones, favorite guy to throw to. And I I think they upset these Vikings that kind of have been hot, not hot, not throughout the the course of the year. So I'm going Giants with Brian Dable on this one. Yeah, I mean, obviously they played a couple weeks ago in the same, you know, in Minnesota. Obviously Minnesota won on a 61-yard field goal. But I think the the Giants in that game showed a lot of heart coming back, touchdown, two-point conversion. Minnesota's defense is not very good. The Giants' defense is very good at times. Obviously, other times they can be pretty mediocre as well. If they get their number one corner, Dory Jackson, back, I would see Justin Jefferson really went off against them last time. Yeah. If they could get their number one corner back to maybe limit Justin Jefferson, you know, and if Leonard Williams could play the Giants a little bit banged up. But I don't trust Daniel Jones. No. I don't trust Kirk really either. But Kirk's at home. And I'm like, I, I'm another field goal if the buzzer wins it for the, for the Vikings. I just. This is like the matchup of like, do you trust Kirk Cousins or do you trust Daniel Jones? Mm-hmm. And at least Kirk Cousins has the experience and he did beat the Saints in the playoffs in overtime a couple years ago. So I, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a take the Vikings. At, I think I just think their home field is a huge advantage. I think the, the, this, this game out of the six games playing is – Obviously, the Bills, I think, have a big home field advantage, but they're in a situation where they're in a... I think both these teams are actually pretty close talent-wise, mm-hmm. even if they're the three and the six and the, and the Vikings won all those games. But I think this is where home field, um, especially in the playoff time, gives gives the Vikings a little bit more of an advantage. All right. So fourth game, I don't even know if we had to really... This is a hard game to cover because the the the, the Bengals are seven-point home favorites against, against the Ravens. And... It's at least interesting from the fact of Joe Burrows had his two worst. I know he went off last year against the Ravens. He's been terrible this year against the Ravens. Yeah. And yeah, they won last week, but they really won because the Ravens turned the ball over four times. They got a defensive touchdown. The Ravens were a complete mess. With that being said, if Lamar doesn't play, this is, this is another 
th- yeah. you know, 38-21 type of game. If Lamar plays, I think this gets interesting. Mm-hmm. I would still pick the the Bengals to win though and cover the spread. I don't well, I don't know. I, I think that I think that becomes a touchdown game over the spread. I think that's where the spreads into like thinking Lamar's gonna play. But for right now, if our I mean like I just think it's 38-21. I just think Joe Burrow, I know he struggled. I know I brought up because he struggled. Playoff Joe, Joe Cool. I think he comes up clutch. And I don't trust I mean Huntley. I know he's the fourth ultimate for the Pro Bowl, which is a joke. Anthony Brown was really bad last week. If either of those two quarterbacks play, this is a bl- complete blowout. If Lamar plays, I think this is, is a competitive game in the fourth quarter. Uh, but yeah. then I would still pick the I would still pick the Bengals to pull away a little late. So as of right now, I'm going with at the recording of this pod that Lamar is not playing, mm-hmm. right? Even though that's still very much a possibility, he hasn't been completely ruled out like Tua yet. Nothing has come out about. They it, said so. he. Fa- not looking good for Sunday faces uphill battle to play. So, okay. So I'm picking the Bengals. There's no question. Like you said, if he played, I might've picked the, the, the Ravens just as a, you know, little spice in there, throw a little paprika in there, you know, but I, I don't know. It's just, I think it's a blowout without Lamar. I think the Bengals dismantle Huntley yeah, easy. And then the last game, last game of the slate, Monday night football. Monday night football. Cowboys versus Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady versus Dak Prescott. Jerry Jones. Minus two and a half. The Cowboys are two and a half point favorites. So this is interesting. It truly is because the Cowboys, I think, played one of their worst games I've seen last week. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm sorry, like pooped. Like, like that was bad. Like, I don't know what was going on. And Tampa Bay kind of had a reawakening. Mike Evans actually did something. No, it's you know, ago. they lost to the Falcons last week. Oh, they did lose to the Falcons last week. Yeesh. This is kind of a dumpster fire game. If I feel we're gonna like. be honest, it's it's one of those games where it's like Tom Brady has. I have so much trust in him to come through, and I have mm-hmm. so much distrust in the Cowboys. In Dak through. Prescott, and Mike McCarthy, after last year against the 49ers, that that whole clock management fiasco. But I'm, at the same time, at the same time, I'm picking the Cowboys to win by double digits. I don't think are the, you? I think Tampa's bad. I think Tampa's legitimately bad. And if they win, it's only because Tam- Dallas screws the pooch, which is, I mean, like, it's definitely a good chance of that possibly happening. I'm not saying it's not, but yeah. If I mean, Dallas plays at least like half up its talent level, they should dominate this game. I mean, the Bucks offense has been terrible all year. The Bucks defense is underwhelmed all year. The Dallas defense has been dominant. Dak has had moments of greatness and moments of just horrific performances. If they just get like a mediocre Dak game, they should win. And you're paying this dude $40 million a year. He should be at least mediocre and you should be able to win. So I, I, I'm going to go 27-17. Like, All right. I, Dallas should win this game. If Dallas if Dallas doesn't win this game, like, yeah, I don't know what they should do. But I honestly I'm not going to give Jerry Jones any advice. Well, he said they asked him about Mike McCarthy's future. Does it ride on this game? He said, "No, I've got a lot to evaluate Mike McCarthy on." I said, "Geez, that doesn't sound promising at all." <laughs> I was like, "Might not be the coach next year." But um, no, I, I truthfully, it's tough. It really is for me because you watch Tampa Bay. Todd Bowles really screwed the pooch there. I'm going to be honest with you. What they were thinking, oh, he's firing, fired. I'm going to say it right now, he's gone. There's no. They way. don't want to see he's fired. 
There's there's no shot you keep him after Bruce Arians with the same team pretty much did multitudes better, multitudes better. Like I, I Todd Bowles is he was an okay. What was he, a defensive coordinator last year? I'm sorry, I gotta interrupt you for two seconds. Breaking news. Bill safety Micah Hyde and wide receiver Jameson Crowder are both practicing day. Ah. Sean McDermott says their 21 day op- windows have opened. Micah Hyde returned to the playoffs. Are you kidding me? So I doubt he plays this week. No. Maybe I would even say unlikely to play next week. But there's potential where he, he plays in a couple weeks. Same thing with Crowder. Obviously, Crowder is a big ad too. Big spot um, ad right there. Because, it's okay, huge. Crowder was terrible <laughs> in the beginning of the year. I'm not 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 saying he he's he played great, but he might be an, a a nice guy, maybe a better Beasley at this point than you want. But we'll we'll see about him. Hides the big news. We'll see though. I doubt he, he's not going to play this week because they activated midweek. But yeah. Maybe next week, and that could be huge, man. That could that could be huge. It Again, be though, huge. I don't want. I, hopefully, they're playing. I, I I trust the Bills. I don't trust the Dolphins, but I trust the Bills to be at least playing with somewhat smart of his neck. Yeah, yeah, padding it up but, extra. Sorry, sorry, I, I had to interrupt you. There. No, that that's perfectly fine. I um, I think we talked about that, did we not? A couple weeks ago, we Maybe, mentioned how yeah, Mike Hyde was seen being cleared. Yeah, like practicing without pads and off the, off the side of the field. So, yeah, what a what a whirlwind that is. I'd love to see him play in the postseason. But back to Tampa Bay, Todd Bulls, Buccaneers. It's just it's tough for me because I really want to pick Tampa Bay because Tom Brady in the playoffs is Tom Brady in the playoffs. There's no other question about it. Like you said, trustworthy in the playoffs. But but Todd Bowles in the way they've been playing this season is really swaying me here, but the Cowboys also Mike McCarthy. I don't 100% trust either. Hmm. This is interesting for me. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. I'm going to put my trust in Tom Brady in this game. I really am. I think they win one game and it's this game. Then they're out. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think they go much further than this, but I think the Cowboys are a team. They could be, they, they play someone like the Vikings Eagles, anyone like that. No shot, no shot gone. So I'm, I'm thinking this week we're good. But other than that, nope. But yeah, we had some breaking news. We got we got a couple of disagrees between us. I think what you picked Giants. Giants oh, we got three disagrees, don't we? Three. I picked Chargers, Giants, and Tampa. And you picked Jacksonville, Vikings, and the Cowboys. Gotta keep it gotta keep it interesting. Good luck, my guy. Yeah, you as well. You as well. But that is gonna do it for our super wild card weekend edition of the uh the Buffalonian podcast. I'm Joe Kelly. I've been joined by Dom Loss. And unfortunately, not Mike Marino. He'll be back hopefully next week. But uh, Dom, how do you always end these, buddy? Special for uh, Wild Card Weekend here. Go Bills, baby. Squish the fish. Squish the fish. Super Bowl 57 champs. Let's go.